to something to finish podcast where i discuss topics to help you and i ascend to the highest version of ourselves today is episode 30 and i am super 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 elated to have you here as either a first time listener or a return listener if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I am encouraging you again, once again, to please leave a five-star rating and go ahead and write a review if you feel moved to. And if you are watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and also you can hit the push notification bell so that you can be notified when I upload my videos. So we are just going to jump right into it. Today, I have one of my cards again from my notes from the universe on abundance deck. And I'm just going to go ahead and read the card because once again, this week, I pulled a rather perfect card for the topic of today. So today's card says one of abundance's many corollaries is that the brighter your light shines the more you attract everything moths and butterflies at which point you begin learning what to celebrate and what to let fly on by or whom flame on the universe now i thought that was really great in general, but for today's topic as well, because today I'm going to be talking about receiving and the act of receiving or lack thereof, <laughs> because I personally have a lot of experience with not being able to receive or not allowing myself to receive in the ways, you know, in the same ways that I give to others. So, I thought this would be a really perfect topic because I, you know, I just feel like a lot of people can resonate with it. And unfortunately, I feel like in the black community, especially for younger people, I'm 27. So in my generation, I see it a lot that we tend to work, work, work and give, give, give and try to be our all and be the best we can. But when it comes to receiving that same effort, it it just seems kind of hard to feel like it's necessary for us. Or like, I feel like a lot of us take on the narrative of, oh, I do this because I love you guys. Or, oh, it's no problem. Don't mention it. You know, and I understand that 100%. But also, I've come to the understanding that that can lead to a lot of unhealthy thought patterns in ourselves, you know, and for the people around us as well. So I just wanted to come in and give three reasons, or I guess three results as to what not receiving can get you. And 
yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and list them off. And then I'm also, as usual, going to give you some ways that you can start to implement receiving and make it an everyday thing, you know, because we all deserve to receive, especially if we are over givers and we love to help others. We have to remember that, you know, just as we see others needing us, we need others. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like we need care too. So yeah, let me get my notebook. <laughs> so the first thing is imposter syndrome. Starving yourself from receiving, especially when you can see yourself as someone who is an overgiver for lots of people who show up in your life, it can really contribute to the thought of imposter syndrome and, you know, having those feelings of, oh my goodness, um, you know, I know I did all this work or I know I've been doing um, the things that I need to, but I don't feel like I deserve this success or I don't feel like I deserve admiration or, you know, claps on the, uh, you know, pats on the back or applause. And it, it's just really detrimental to the way that you view yourself when it comes to hard work and when it comes to the things that you desire in general. Like we desire love, we desire friendship, we desire self-care, we desire self-time, uh, self time to ourselves. <laughs> and if you are neglecting yourself of recognition and if you are neglecting the fact that, wow, maybe I did just spend half of my day tending to others or for myself, I'm a mom, you know? So most things that I do in a day is going to be for my daughter. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I love providing for my daughter and I love making sure that she has everything she needs and she feels loved and she feels, you know, just giggly and warm inside. But also I tend to forget that, and it's as simple as the quote that we always hear, if my cup is empty, I cannot really truly give her the things and the love that she needs and that she desires. So I just think that that was the first thing that I should bring up because imposter syndrome can be really detrimental to the way that we, you know, go towards our goals and even just um, experience everyday life. So yeah, I just... Yeah. <laughs> so the second one is going to be self-love. Um, it's when you are used to not receiving, but used to still giving in the same capacity, it can be really hard and it can turn into you feeling like, oh my goodness, why am I sitting here giving myself a face mask when I need to do this, this, that, and the other? Or why am I sitting here watching this show when I know, um, you know, when my partner comes home, they're going to be hungry. So, and, and I haven't went to the grocery store. I haven't thought about what I'm going to cook or, you know, it's just kind of let me put myself last mentality. And that is, it's a no, <laughs> you know, it's a no. But unfortunately, we have been by society in some cultures we have been taught that that's, that's just kind of like a result of having, of being a 
a, a deep lover and a provider, or that's just, you know, the results of being that person for every, everybody in your life. And I just want to tell you guys, like, that is not, that's not, our reality doesn't have to be that. You know, we can take care of ourselves as well as take care of the others around us. And it's not selfish at all to tend to yourself when you physically, mentally, you know, can see yourself dwindling or you feel as though I'm doing all these great things, but I don't feel the joy that I once did, you know, when I was doing these things for others because I myself am not being taken care of. So, yeah. And the third thing would be um, lack of receiving. It really can, it can put you in a thought of lack. You know, I don't, I don't have these things or, you know, I'm resenting the people around me now because nobody takes care of me. I'm always lacking. Like there's not enough. Like, yeah, like there's not enough. It's just a feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm doing this, 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 and that. I'm running around. I'm making sure everybody has what they need. I'm considering um, things before others consider the things that they need to consider for themselves. And I haven't even sat down and thought or considered what I might need before I tend to those things. It's like, like I said, it feels like, you know, when people, most of the times when people say, I'm taking care of all these things, but nobody's taking care of me. If you really sit back and think about it, this, these feelings of resentment that we tend to muster up towards our loved ones or our friends or the people that we are carrying out these acts and, you know, doing these loving things for, we, we are really self-inflicting that feeling of lack onto ourselves because we are making that, even though it's, it's a subconscious choice most of the times, we're making that choice to put ourselves last or not even put ourselves in the equation. So yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's so easy to get caught in that cycle of giving and over giving and feeling resentment and feeling guilt and feeling, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I'm able to do these things for them, but I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? Why is nobody taking care of me? what like what's to give is there is this is it an end to this cycle you know it's so easy to get caught up in it so not to drag the episode on i'm gonna go ahead and give you some ways that you can start to implement receiving and accept receiving you know from others so that you don't have to be caught in that cycle for the rest of your life or if you are so lucky and virtuous to not ever be stuck in that cycle you will be more equipped to re- you will be more equipped to receive <laughs> so the first one will be accept compliments that is one of the smallest things that you can do to start you know being comfortable with the thought of receiving instead of just being that person who gives 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 and doesn't really expect or no longer expects to receive anything in return. Um, it's just like 
I, I know I have this problem and I'm working on it. It's like somebody would be like, hey, Anissa, oh my gosh, those earrings are so cute. And I'm like, girl, I got this from the thrift store, but thanks. And it's like, just take the compliment. The earrings are fire. That's why you bought them. You know, you know, you have great fashion sense. So people are noticing uh, you like when you get compliments while you're not receiving it. Why are you not open to receiving it? So that would be definitely my number one recommendation for starting to get comfortable with receiving and not being so much of a give, give, giver is to just practice receiving, like seamlessly receiving those compliments that you get. Because even if you don't think or remember or notice that you get compliments, you do. It's just the fact that you're caught up in this cycle of, oh my gosh, I have to worry about this and let me make sure that this, let me make sure my kids look good. Let me make sure my partner looks good. Let me make sure, oh, I'm okay. I don't need to do this. You know, receive those compliments because you're awesome. And the second one will be to consider why you give so freely. Consider maybe you were brought up in an environment or a childhood where you felt like you had to take care of other siblings or your parents or maybe you had maybe you were put into a role of a caregiver really early that's really common for a lot of people and it can bleed over into adulthood and it you know can start to bring up those feelings of resentment and feelings of, oh my gosh, like I'm always the one, you know, is there an end to this? Why am I always the one everybody calls on, but no, I can never call on anybody else. Why, why do I feel like I can never just sit down and eat a meal? You know, why, why is, why is my food always cold? Why is nobody considering what I would like to do? You know, it's so easy. So just consider the way that you grew up, consider the environments that you were fostered in, And, you know, I think that can really give you the answers that the personal, you know, the personalized answers to your specific situation as to why you feel like you have to be this overgiver and you don't feel worthy of receiving the same efforts that you put out into the world and to the other people that are around you. And the third thing (laughs) would be to... Um, just like do something small. Really, this is the last thing I want you to give to yourself first, but it doesn't have to be anything huge. You know, I, what I was about to say was do one small thing for yourself every day, but that can really be tied up into, you know, one thing to give yourself, to give to yourself first and to do one small thing for yourself every day that can be tied up into one last, you know, suggestion because, Basically, what you're going to be doing is like as soon as you wake up, you know, even if it's just like I'm going to sit here and do three deep breaths, you know, that is something for you. Like literally, it can be something very small. It can be hmm, I'm going to make myself breakfast before I make my kids breakfast. You know, if you and if just think about it, that sounds like, wow. I'm being selfish, like, or who feeds themselves before they feed their kid? No, if you've been waking up since your kid was born, feeding them before you feed yourself, that is not selfish. That is you noticing that you have been neglecting yourself or pushing yourself to the back of the scene 
for however long your you know however old your children are and you're taking that day that time and taking that initiative to put yourself first in one small thing in your day that is not selfish please step away from the thought of selfishness when it comes to self-love so yes (laughs) this was a very short episode however i thought it was a really important topic to touch on because the act of receiving is very it's it's very important and it can be really empowering you know what i mean like When you take the time to be like, hmm, that really made me feel good when that person complimented me. That makes you realize the the impact that you have on others. It's like, just here, quick example. You're an overgiver. You just threw a huge birthday party for your niece or something. And nobody else really helped you. You just pulled it all together, just like how you always do somebody's like oh my gosh this is the dopest birthday party ever like i cannot believe you did this all by yourself and you're like thank you so much i really appreciate you noticing that's it that's all you have to say you don't have to be like oh girl anybody could have did this or oh no no no, i do this all the time it's no big deal or i'm just i'm just here for them Mm-mm, no no need to thank me It was nothing because it was something you put your time, you put your effort, you put your creativity into it and you put your love into it like you always do. So receive and be willing to receive that compliment because if you allow yourself to, it will allow you to view why and remember why you do the things you do to what capacity you do them to. You'd be like, dang. This is why I do it. That's why I go so hard. You know what I mean? So please allow yourself to receive. Don't be an overgiver. And if you are an overgiver, be even more of a receiver because we need that to balance out our lives. And if we are not equally receiving and giving, it's going to be really, really hard to operate in the frequency of love. So. I'm so glad, so, so glad that I'm able to put these type of messages out there for others because these are the type of messages and information that I study and look up on for myself so that I can constantly, constantly, every day improve because, you know, we're we're out here and we're chock full of flaws and, you know, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're trying our best. And in my eyes, self-improvement and seeing the ways that I can you know make my life more fulfilling and understand the reasons why I do things and why I feel such a pull to help others it makes me feel so good makes me feel so good to retain information that will help me excel and not only me excel but by me excelling I'm helping others that I love around me excel so please Just remember to operate in love and just remember to receive, 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 receive. It is not selfish, especially if you know that your heart is pure, your intentions are pure, and that you have been putting in the work. Don't neglect yourself. Don't deny yourself the love that sometimes we um, end up harboring into resentment for the others around us when really it's just us neglecting ourselves and seeing and feeling like these people 
Like other people around me deserve attention before I deserve attention. Or, you know, they deserve tending to before I deserve tending to. And what's the math on that? Who maths that up? That's not true. We all deserve equal attention, care, love, and, you know, reciprocation. So as usual, thank you so much for joining me on Something to Finish podcast, episode 30. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and have a great, amazing week. And I will see you next week. Peace.